Well, I guess I got to start over again, so. Um, so basically, I have an announcement, and um, the announcement is that I've decided to re-upload my discography, which is like 40, 40 mixtapes. Some of them are like double mixtapes. So I think basically back in the day, like an album was like 12 songs. So some of these are like, you know, 24, 25 songs. Some of them are like 18 songs or whatever. But um, the, the reason I decided to um, upload it, re-upload it, is just because, you know, um, it's my testimony. It's my testimony. So for me, this is no different than when you watch somebody who gave their life to Christ. That even when I went to a church and was, uh, you know, talking with the pastors and hanging out with them, um, they always advised me to, like, write up a testimony. You know what I mean? Of course, they say, well, just try to make it like a page long or whatever. You know what I mean? Just a, a, a rough, you know, like an outline or a summary. So my music is pretty much like a testimony of to where I was before I really came to Christ. And just like Paul in the Bible murdered Christians, how do we know that he was a murderer of Christians if it wasn't in the Bible? You know what I'm saying? So, um, in the same in the same respect, when we look at Jeffrey Dahmer, he was a murderer too. I'm sure Paul probably murdered way more people than Jeffrey Dahmer murdered, right? And Jeffrey Dahmer went after sodomites or homosexuals, right? So, um, I mean, we can't compare sin because sin is sin right but Paul murdered Christians Paul murdered like God fearing believers that were trying to live holy and righteous lifestyles as opposed to Jeffrey Dahmer who was murdering people that were not living holy righteous and purity life pure pure lifestyles so we can't compare sin because we know sin is sin Either way, I'm no Paul or Saul, and I'm no Jeffrey Dahmer, right? So I don't feel, even though, like I said, we can't compare sin, sin is sin. I don't feel that my sin was on that extreme of a level, you know? But I do feel that my sin is on a level where a lot of people are living their lives these days. You know, if you look at the world around you, people are cussing, they're using profanity, they're going to the club, they're drinking, they're um, promiscuous, fornicating, they're um, doing drugs, you know. And so, although there's aspects of that in my music, there's also aspects of me trying to figure out what life was all about and, you know... Um, just like Jeffrey Dahmer, like when he thought life was just about evolution 
and there was no God to answer to. He lived his life in that way. But everything changes once you know that you have someone to answer to. Like I know, and just like Jeffrey Dahmer knew, we have someone to answer to. You know, Paul, all these Christians in the Bible, they knew that they had someone to answer to. They knew that Judgment Day was coming, you know. And so, um, I, I feel like even Jeffrey Dahmer, before he, um, you know, before he died, um, but after he, he got baptized and gave his life to Christ, I do feel like on a deep level, just from like the interviews that I saw, there was something in him pushing him to try to insert Jesus and in, and in, in everything that he any any time that there was a microphone in front of him or somebody was recording, it to me it felt like he had the Holy Spirit in him pushing him to let people know that he gave his life to Christ, that Jesus Christ is real. And and that was when he was on the stand, when he was in the courtroom, he, he mentioned it. If you could find those courtroom videos of him, he was talking about Jesus. When he was, you know, being interviewed by news reporters, he was talking about Jesus. Now, they might have cut it out, but you could still find clips, bits and pieces where he was talking about Jesus. And he, he, wasn't, he wasn't using this, like, to try to seem like all of a sudden he was a good person. No. He was, he was, he knew that he was guilty. He knew he was a sinner. He knew he had to face judgment. You know what I mean? So, look, I don't talk on my podcast that much. You know what I mean? I'm just, even when I made music, I was always trying to showcase talent around me. And a lot of the, a lot of the artists that I put on my, on my songs, they wouldn't have done that for me. You know what I mean? Like if they was going to the studio paying for studio time, they wasn't gonna um they wouldn't invite me to come get on their songs. You know what I mean? So I always exhibited that type of behavior where I always try to be all inclusive. I try to include everybody around me, even people that were not musically inclined. I always tell them like, man, if you talking, I can you I can put you on the song. I can just put you talking on the song. You know? If you got a little bit of rhythm. <laughs> I, I could freak you into the chorus or something. You know, I could make a chorus out of something that you're saying, you know. But um, I always try to do that, you know. And I've always been like that, you know what I mean? Like, even with my family and, and all that, like, um, I always try to be like that, you know what I mean? To, to the best of my ability. But, yeah, so, um, you know, there... I'm writing these books and in these books I'm talking about it's my testimony in these books. You know, I used to be like this, I used to be like that, but I don't really get into it that much. Like I try to keep the focus on Jesus. I try to keep the focus on scripture and make sure that I'm flooding my books with scripture. So every book that I've wrote thus far, which I got 5 that I wrote since 2021. So as we're coming to a close in 2022, I'll probably have another book that I'm, I'm I'm going to publish. I will probably publish this book by November or some somewhere before November. 
So that means I'm averaging like three books a year. And these, are, writing a book is not easy. You know, it takes a lot of time, you know, doing the research, looking for resources, and information is endless. So it's hard to, you know, section off chapters and stick to a game plan. Um, and I realize the more that I, I, I try to do that, there's so much that I leave out. But there's just really no way to really have an ultimate conclusion to something that's unlimited. You know what I mean? So it's hard to siphon off an unlimited flow of information. And God is unlimited. And since he creates life, life is unlimited, you know? And then that life is, is, is creating things. So it just goes on and on. But, um, but yeah, I actually just recorded this and um, accidentally deleted it. Because um, I'm driving. So it's, it's like you try to tap a button, but you hit a bump or whatever. My life story. So um, I just want to ask the Lord to forgive me in Jesus' name. Um, our childhood experiences, the music we listen to, the people we hang around, the places we go, our environments and atmosphere, that shapes and molds us into who we are, you know. And then when we change, certain things fall away, and then we take we, we take on new patterns of behavior, develop new routines and uh, new practices. And so I know I'm confident, you know, I know that I'm not perfect. And initially when I, when I really felt the immediacy of the imminency of the return of Christ, I really tried to kick it in, in the overdrive. Like I really tried to really, really hit the ground running as far as like correcting behaviors and bad habits and um, it was tough, right? Because the devil fights you, and it's just it's so so difficult to to quit things cold turkey. I mean, you can ask anybody who has like a cigarette addiction or alcohol addiction or drug addiction, a porn addiction, whatever addiction it is, it, it's it's not easy. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about it's still not easy even. When you're praying and you're asking for deliverance and stuff like that, um, it's tough. It, it's it's tough, you know. Um, and it has been for me. So um, I've conquered a lot of addictions thanks thanks to to God, you know, by resisting the devil. But it doesn't mean that those temptations go away. You know what I mean? Like I, I still get tempted by weed and alcohol and women and, and so it's it's not um, it's not easy at all and um, you do got to try to stay away from anything that tempts you or triggers you and that can be difficult you know because we all have to work we all have to um, you know we all don't have the luxury of living off the grid away from society and being self-sufficient I wish, I wish I did have that so I could be more obedient to God, you know what I mean? But 
you know, I live in the city. Uh, that's what I can afford. And I work in the city. So I'm always around people, you know. And you're, when you're always around these different walks of life, um, it's, it's, it's unavoidable almost, you know what I mean? Because it's where I live. But anyway, um, so yeah, I uploaded my discography. It's uh, under Free Age Music, uh, YouTube channel. Um, and I, I did it for testimonial purposes, right? Because it shows that, you know, I, I too was caught up in the world. I too um, was caught up in the new age and paganism and believing that in all these different religions and you know, I used to visit psychic mediums and they used to have this universal light expo out here in Columbus where they had all these different booths that promoted all these different spiritualities, you know, Buddhism, Hinduism, um, New Age, palmistry, tarot cards. I had a personal psychic. Her name was Edie. And um, I would pay different psychics. I remember I paid the psychic Tana Hoy who um, would give me readings and you know, I just had all these different psychics that um, uh, you know that I would go to for guidance and advice. You know, and so even though I knew about the Bible and the Quran and all these other books, I never sat down and actually read the whole book all the way through and really sat there and studied it. You know what I mean? I was a drug dealer, you know what I mean? So um, the only time that I would probably dibble and dabble in any type of research is just when I was bored or had some free time. And I never really had like a lot of free time because I was always doing something, you know what I mean? So it took a long time for me to really try to figure this stuff out and the internet was still growing at that time. You know what I mean? I'm talking like 10, 15 years ago. So a lot of the information that's on it now wasn't wasn't there back then. And, uh, excuse me, I'm before the internet. So when I was going to school, there wasn't like a, a widely accessible internet. We didn't have like computers in our classrooms or any of that stuff, you know? I remember coming up before um, cell phones. We didn't even have cell phones. You know what I'm saying? It was like pagers. And pagers was new. Having a pager was like the new thing. And not everybody had a pager. So really it was just, you know, oh man, I'm, I'm going to come through today. You know, I'll, I'll call you before I leave. So I would have to call you on a landline. And then I didn't have a car, so I'm walking. It could take me two, three hours to walk to another city. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, at least here in Columbus, because Columbus is a little bit more compacted. You know, I'm sure if we was in, like, Florida or Atlanta or Texas, uh, yeah, you ain't walking in no city in a couple hours, you know? But, um... But yeah, so that's what it that's that's what it was like for me coming up, you know. And um, even making this music was such a, a such a process. We didn't have like flat screen monitors, you know. So 
to even get a computer back then, it's a huge, huge computer screen, man. They were heavy, heavy, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and I don't even remember, like, Macintosh really being out back then. It was all PC. So it was just a lot, man. It was just a lot. And, um, and I hope the Lord isn't mad at me. I know he's chastised me and, and, and gotten on me in the past about, you know, uploading the music. So I couldn't tell you how many times I, that, uh, I, rem I deleted the music and re-uploaded the music and deleted it and re-uploaded it. I've been going back and forth and back and forth with that for so long. And, and I just feel like, you know what? A lot of music I couldn't even get rid of. I couldn't even take it off the internet. So I wanted to take all that stuff off to show God that I was serious, but it does delete a part of it, it deletes a whole chunk of my history of who I was. So although I don't listen to my music like I have been lately since I'm re-uploading it, but I, I don't get into it or anything. But when I do listen to it, I hear a lot of pain, a lot of struggle and, um, just a lot of emotion in it, you know, and a lot of confusion, a lot of not knowing, just a lot of stupidity. And um, and and I I'm, I want to have that out there as a reference. Like, look, I didn't know either. You know, this many years ago, I was lost. I was confused. I was in the dark. And, you know, I came out of the New Age. I came out of Islam. I came out of this and that. And you'll see in the music, even the music that I did with Busy Bone, he was pushing Islam. He was heavily on Islam and, and, and being a Muslim, you know. So you could even tell that he, him and his walk was oh was shaky. It was on the fence, you know, was lukewarm. And that's one thing I put, like, this is all lukewarm music. It's all secular music. And even if I got one song all about Jesus, I still put it under lukewarm music because of the mind frame that I was at the time. I was so wavy, you know, I was so um, just confused, you know, there's really no other way to, to put it, it's just confusion, you know. It's not like God came down and was like, yo, let me download all this, download all this information into you so you just automatically know everything. You know, and you got to think, I got baptized when I was like 18 or 19. So a lot of this music is after I was baptized. And I went to hell. Like I had some hell experiences. So that also proves that once saved, always saved is a lie. It's a false doctrine. Because if it was a real doctrine, then that means... All of that music is acceptable. All of that music that I created before, you know, I'm uploading 40 mixtapes, 40 albums. That means that, that was an acceptable lifestyle that I was living. We were all living it. It wasn't just me. We were like, yeah, we believe in Jesus. Yeah, we believe in Allah. We, we believed in all of that stuff because we knew it was there. So believe in belief the word believe and believe i mean that's a lot of these words don't hold weight anymore because we just look at it like yeah we know it's out there so we believe since it's out there we believe it's valid because there's so many other people that believe it too but you know i'm a wordsmith 
you know, I'm a lyricist. So dealing with words and meanings and definitions and all of these things, um, it takes on new meaning when you realize that God's word is above everything and it holds weight and it's it's not wave it's not wavering. You know what I mean? Like the commandments are the commandments. This this is like you this is what it is. It's black or white. It's life or death. Left or right. You know what I mean? There's no in between. You know, you're either good or you're not. And that's what I had to learn. That's what I had to learn from my whole life, you know. So that's why I uploaded the music because it's just a reference. I'm not you I'm not uploading it to promote it. It's old music. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't it doesn't compete with the trending music that's that's of today. You know what I mean? So I already know that since it's older music, this is for an older fan base. These are for people that's in their 30s and 40s or whatever. You know what I mean? Late 20s. You know, or people that are just on that 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 level. You know, people that have like more more maturity. They'll get it. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of 20 year olds that listen to 80s and 90s music. You know what I mean? They they see that the, it was a little bit more pure probably than the music that that's today. That's out today. The music out today is just pure contaminate. Pure contamination. It's just it's it's uh, filth. You know, and I'm not saying my music wasn't filth. I know it was filth. I even had a song that I did call filthy, you know what I mean? So um, you know, I don't I I listen to some of it and it's disgusting. I'm repulsed by it, you know what I mean? So I'm definitely not putting it out there to promote it. I'm just putting it out there as a reference point of what I came out of, my testimony. You know what I mean? Trust me, I wish I could delete my whole existence. You know, I don't, <laughs> I tell God all the time I wish I never existed. Because who wants to exist in the wrong way? Who wants to grow up um, with all these strikes against us? Yeah, we know God will forgive us of our sins, but does that mean I forget him? No. I remember everything I've done. I remember all the evil and wicked things that I've done, thought, not all the things, but I have a good conceptualization of, of what it, of who I was. And every day I see myself fall short and I'm disgusted and depressed. I, I'm so depressed. I've, I live a very depressing life because I know um, to some extent that being pure, holy, and righteous excludes anything that isn't that. You know what I mean? So anything that's evil, dark, or negative. And um, I, although mentally and spiritually I am at a better place than I was back then, um, it's not a constant. You know what I mean? It varies throughout the day. I got high moments and low moments and 95% of the time it's a low moment still because we're in a fallen world we're living under a curse you know maybe if we weren't living under the curse maybe it wouldn't be so easy to, to make mistakes and be so flawed I don't know I don't know the answer to that 
But I imagine it's possible because heaven exists and there's no evil in heaven. So I'm gonna get off here. You know, I don't really talk on here that much. It's like a diamond in a rough, or really not only say that, like a needle in a haystack to find me speaking. <laughs> this diamond in a rough makes it's like Ah, oh, Jesus is here, and I'm nowhere near that, you know what I mean? And I know I'm not, you know? And um, that's what's so depressing. It's just so depressing to know that um, we're, our works are like dirty rags to the Lord, you know, that, that, that we fall so short of the glory of God. That's 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 what's disheartening. But, yeah, I love y'all, and um, I just pray everything works out for everybody and nobody goes to hell in Jesus name Amen